0: Talk more talk. Chat more chat. It's hey, a love, everybody.
3: Everybody and welcome to Talk More Talk, a solo Beatles videocast where we talk about all things from the solo years and of course from the Beatles years as well. Uh, we are so happy to be with you tonight and uh, hopefully where you are, you are staying warm. Uh, as you can tell by my background here in Chicago, that is, yes, that is my backyard. Uh, <laughs> we are, we are, drowning in snow here so, it's, uh, so it's, I, <laughs> it's still a winter wonderland over there huh it is a winter wonderland come so. on summer yes come on <laughs> summer come on so uh yep yeah, well, hopefully the sunshine will be coming in soon uh so we uh we are uh really uh, happy to be with you tonight and we've got a fun, fun topic, uh, which is going to be uh, uh, we're putting together what we are calling four by four, which is sort of an ultimate solo album from the 70s, comprised of deep album tracks, and we want you to play along with us, Uh, but we have rules. That we we set for ourselves just to make it more interesting and we will uh, we will explain those uh, closer to the time uh, it's it's going to be i think a, a great great time by the way this is episode 60 if you can believe it or not 60 <laughs> i mean I, I just when i looked at the number i was well, couldn't believe it. Time really flies. So before we get to everything, um, I let me introduce myself and my good friends and colleagues that I'm fortunate enough to uh, ho- co-host the show with uh, every other Monday. My name is Kido O'Toole. I am the author of songs we were singing guided tours to the beatles lesser known tracks thank you tom and uh, also michael jackson faq all that's left to know about the king of pop you've probably heard me on various podcasts i also write for a variety of sites on the internet you just you can't get away from me whether you like it or not (laughs) and (laughs) uh let's see uh starting next to me here he is the co-host of the very popular podcast and now videocast Two Legs, which is a Paul McCartney-centric program, uh, in addition to his usual shows where he interviews uh, both of, he and Andy Nichols interview mm-hmm. different um, Paul McCartney authors uh, and experts, people worked with him. Uh, they also do a great series on a weekly series now on uh, YouTube where they do rate the, the tracks mm-hmm. uh, of different uh, Paul McCartney albums, which is a lot of fun. You know, I really recommend you, you uh, tune in and, and, and join in the fun. It's it's really great. So please say hello to Mr. Tom Hanyati. Tom, how are you doing, Kit? I'm doing great. Thank you for
1: the introduction, and and good to see uh, my other my other two buddies, Ken and, and Ken and Joe. And uh, great topic tonight. I I love me some good deep cuts, and um, I'm excited to uh, talk about them tonight. And uh, and I'm glad I'm not where you are, Kit.
3: Let's just say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: oh, shut up. All right, moving on. <laughs> Yeah. it
2: seems to never stop snowing where i am so yeah no, oh, kidding.
3: Well. Yeah, me too. Yep, no kidding so all yeah. right moving on he is hmm. the host of the very popular youtube channel mean mr mayo and as we always say he is hardly mean he's just he's a he's a teddy bear we all know it right
4: tom i'm a teddy
1: bear Uh,
3: he he wasn't a teddy bear earlier today i can tell
1: you that. we had had ourselves a pretty tense conversation about the rock and roll hall of fame
3: damn i have to hear about this after the show so uh he is uh so he's the host and uh, he uh, in addition to his videos where he talks about his adventures in collecting um and does some great comedy uh Bits as well. He has really expanded his channel. He has a new show uh, that's on every week called Fab Gab, which I, I love that title, where uh, he and other members uh, of the vinyl community do rate the tracks on Beatles albums, which is, uh, which is a lot of fun, and he also does frequent chats. Uh, so tune in, and you just might get on camera. Uh, <laughs> yes. And so... Lucky
4: <laughs> you, lucky you. <laughs>
3: and so... profile. And I- Yes. <laughs> so may i present joe mayo hello joe how are hello, you
4: okay doing? doing well thank you good to be here with you hello there tom and hello ken hey joe all right yeah. all
3: right <laughs> And last but definitely not least, he is definitely, I think it's not an exaggeration to say, a a fixture, a legend in the Beatles community. He is the longtime host of the syndicated radio show, Every Little Thing, where he plays just that, uh, Every Little Thing and Beatles and solo, uh, organized around really creative themes. I love the different themes Mm. that that, uh, you come up with. He is also the co-host of the popular uh, podcast, Things We Said Today uh and he if, if that weren't enough <laughs> <laughs> he now has a youtube channel uh mm. where he interviews um authors musicians you name it uh i'm was honored enough to be on uh, the channel he is one of the the great interviewers i always have a great time being interviewed by him mr ken michaels hello ken
2: thank you kid hey hey everybody and uh <laughs> Tom and Joe, you're going to be on my YouTube channel too. So Uh you have no choice in the matter. Get ready. You're all stuck with me. (laughs) Oh, Oh,
0: man. Stuck
1: inside a cloud, huh? Very Very (laughs) true.
4: There Your mind you is getting closer and closer to mine, and it's a freaky thing. <laughs> I was going to give a Bob Dylan response to that one, but you know, stuck inside, inside a
1: mobile uh, yeah, with yeah. the Memphis, With the chemicals, I had to remember what,
4: what show, what show I was on. You know, <laughs> right now I'm
2: stuck in the middle
4: with you.
3: There you go. Oh, there you go. See? There you go. Oh, it's on tonight, folks.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> a pun you didn't see. You started. didn't see Reservoir
4: Dogs, did you, Tom?
3: Oh, Reservoir I, was, with, I love
4: with Reservoir <laughs> Stuck <laughs> in the middle with you from there.
3: Right. What, a that, scene that, that, what a scene that was that that movie ruined that song for me for. <laughs> <while>. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> can never hear uh-huh. it again. Yeah, I never saw
2: it then. Yeah. Oh. You be
3: glad. Yeah. Be very glad. <laughs> uh, so, well, again, thank you all for joining us tonight. We're so glad uh, that you're with us. And before we get to our main topic, as always. Ken has all the news that's fit to print. So, Ken, what have you got for us? Okay. Well, first of
2: all, it's getting more exciting. concerning <laughs> the Plastic Ono uh, Band box set. First of all, a new video has been made for John's song, Love, from the album. And it premiered on YouTube on Valentine's Day. Aww. How appropriate. It features a collage of all that it takes and mixes of the recording taken from the box set along with transcriptions of quotes from John and Yoko throughout the song. Now, March 4th is the date when an official announcement is supposed to be made on, uh, on the Plastic on All Band website. I have a feeling that's the date when you can pre-order the box set. Mm. But uh, on the official John Lennon Facebook page, they are saying, and I think I mentioned this in our last show, that there'll be 159 new mixes, stereo, 5.1 Dolby Atmos on two Blu-ray HD audio discs and on six CDs plus 130 page hardback book and bestclassicbands.com is reporting that the release for the box set will be April 16th. Oh, so right. that is a date that we have to shoot for now. It's not too far away, two months away. So, um, you know, if what I was saying before is accurate thinking two months apart, then I would think All Things Must Pass would be in June. And then the Get Back film and probably the box set for Let It Be, late August. That makes the most sense. Also, as I'm sure Joe knows, I think Joe already did a video for this. Mm -hmm. Brand new Target exclusive is the uh, Give Me Some Truth on (laughs) vinyl. You don't have it
4: right next to you? I had it there all day. Now I moved it.
1: Oh I was, no! I was I was thinking about going to pick it up, but then some guy had to go on live uh, YouTube for six hours, and, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: six and hours. I couldn't and I couldn't get away from the damn computer. But hmm. but it's in uh, opaque blue. So you had it, Joe, and
2: you
4: went with it.
0: <laughs> I had it, and I <laughs> went with it. Hey, you know,
4: we have the money, easy come. Easy, go. That's right. <laughs> the Lions and the Honeymooners are flying tonight, folks.
2: Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, more news here. A new book is coming out in August called Paul McCartney The Stories Behind 50 Classic Songs, 1970 to 2020, by Mike Evans. It's an in depth look behind 50 of Paul's <laughs> classic songs after the Beatles. And the book includes session details, personnel lists, and chart data. Uh, From original inspiration to its final release for each song. Quotes from session musicians and studio personnel and guest stars Stevie Wonder, Elvis Costello, and Kanye West. They all bring every song to life, including related photographs in and out of the studio. And it's due out August the 5th. Also in August, another book is due out, which is called Like Some Forgotten Dream, What If the Beatles Hadn't Split Up by Daniel Rachel. This award-winning music author takes a serious look at a playful question of pop history. What if the Beatles had made one more album? Rachel examines the missed opportunities and misunderstandings that led to Fab Four's demise. And from the ashes, compiles a track list for an imagined final album some people think that our show tonight was what that was yeah you know but it's not the same thing
4: no it's not i even got that mixed up originally now i got it <laughs> based on years of research and strict uh,
2: criteria rachel suggests a thrilling alternative ending to the beatles legacy the release date for this one is august 26th and thanks to our good friend john Bazzini from the Beatles in print together and solo for his uh, information here. That's from his Facebook page right there. Um, I have a few uh, cover versions to talk about here. There's a brand new cover version of Silly Love Songs coming from one of my favorite musical duos, Mm. Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr. And we know them best from being in the fifth dimension and also for their hits, especially in the seventies of uh, you don't have to be a star. And I don't really know too much more about it. I know it's on YouTube. They're not saying anything about a new album or anything. I checked their website. It's not on there, but you can check out the recording. It's mainly Billy that's doing it. And the two of them, the two of them still, have phenomenal voices I saw billy, billy does
1: ago. still sound pretty good there and like you said billy does dominate the vocals on there and you do get Marilyn towards the end with the counter um counter vocals you know like linda would have done in in the original but mm. um you know she still sounds pretty good too but i mean as a as a cover it, it was it was okay
2: yeah that's all right yeah, i'm yeah. happy to when anybody covers Beatles. Oh, and yeah. solo Beatles. Oh,
1: sure. Oh, I'm sure Paul is, too.
2: And the, the other in the other camps, <laughs> you, know you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: there
1: you go.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, former frontman for The Verve, Richard Ashcroft, mm-hmm. has just recorded a cover of John Lennon's Bring on the Lucy Free to People. John's recording of the song appeared on his album Mind Games, and Ashcroft recorded John's song partly at Abbey Road Studios and also at Red Tone Studios in East Palo Alto, California. If you watch the video for this, you will see Richard in front of the microphone at Abbey Road. Very cool. I'm very happy to see anybody cover the more obscure <laughs> songs like this. Bring on yeah. the right. yeah. Um, And thanks to our good friend Dylan Seavey yeah. who gave yep. me this information and also one of our uh, viewers, James Bell, for this information. Guitar great Steve Lukather will have a new album coming out February 26th, that's this Friday, called I Found the Sun Again, which contains the one song he recorded with Ringo on drums called Run to Me uh, that had previously been released digitally. A CD and transparent double blue album will be available through Amazon and Bull Moose, as well as a digital version of the album. That means Tom, Joe.
3: Get on that, guys.
4: Yep. (laughs) Get on the right thing. (laughs) You. (laughs)
0: Very good, job.
2: We do have a few passings that we have to talk about here. Mm -hmm. First of all, the death of Mary Wilson, one of the members of the Supremes. In the 60s, they were the top-selling female group with 12 number one singles in the U.S., they were certainly primary competition to the Beatles when it came to the singles charts. Really, the Beatles were number one, Supremes were number two. In 1964, they released an album called A Bit of Liverpool, which had the trio recording songs from British invasion artists, not just the Beatles, but the Beatles songs they covered were A Hard Day's Night, You Can't Do That, Can't Buy Me Love, and I Want to Hold Your Hand. They also recorded A World Without Love, which uh, Paul wrote and gave to Peter and Gordon. And even how do you do it? Which the Beatles recorded yet, because they didn't want it to be released as a single, as their first single was given to Jerry and the pacemakers. The uh, Supremes also performed eight days a week on TV shows, shindig and hullabaloo. Mary was also a guest most recently at the fest for Beatles fans where she looked great. Yeah. She, and, um, I just saw a video of her that uh, was posted that she made a few days before she passed. She's talking about all of her plans for, for this year and, a, and an album coming out that was from the seventies that hadn't been released before. I mean, this was totally unexpected. Shocking. Yeah. Sad. Uh, Mary Wilson died in her sleep on February the 8th at the age of 76 of the three members of the best known lineup of the Supremes. The only surviving member now is Diana Ross. Did you want to say anything about that, Kit? Being yeah, I mean, fan?
3: I yeah, I I just uh, I was absolutely stunned, and you know, um, Mary Wilson, while she wasn't obviously, you know, I mean, Diana Ross, of course, was always the central focus of, mm. of the Supremes. You know, I I saw a, a quote from Lamont Dozier, of course, of Holland Dozier Holland, who wrote their you know most of their uh, the Supremes' major hits. And he talked about how Mary Wilson was really sort of the glue uh, that that held the group together. In terms of, um, you know, she was just the hardest worker. That that she she was the one in the studio that if they uh, were arguing, you know, if there was any argument over the the you know the harmonies, and all she would just say, you know, come on, let's just do this. Uh She was like the practical one, you know, she would just say, let's just get this done. And, uh, and she also had a much um, kind of a sexier voice. She was kind of considered like kind of the sexy supreme. Mm. And, uh, and she did sing weed on a few songs um on the supremes albums not a lot but when you hear she definitely did have a more sultry you know deeper voice uh than Mm. diana ross and uh and so you know it's a shame that you know at times she was kind of overlooked right Her contributions but without her without her her harmonies you know don't know if that would have been the same group so it's really very very sad sad loss yeah was there any division
2: amongst the supremes fans of people who preferred her over diana
0: or
3: not that i'm aware of um you know because unfortunately and i shouldn't say unfortunately i mean diana ross i mean of course she was extremely talented and and all but Mm. you know she just became so dominant and and such a central figure um that i don't know i mean i i just think you know the focus was on her so much that i i don't know if there were like you know diehard mary wilson fans diehard florence ballard diehard right. die, you know i don't yeah. think i don't know if there were like yeah. wars going on you know mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah um yeah but it, it's it's just amazing though as you talked about how many number one hits they had i mean they were motown for yeah. a long time and to think that they didn't start out that way i mean it took them a while um before they finally had a hit. I mean, they were known as the no-hit Supremes mm. until Where Did Our Love Go? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it's, it's just amazing when you think about that. <laughs> I and mean, that, that,
4: I, I, I always call them for me that the female Beatles, big Supremes fan, mm-hmm. uh, endless hits seems really, really love the Supremes.
3: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And they were originally uh, by the way, called the Primettes. Right, they were right. considered, yeah, the, the uh, sister group to the Temptations then called the Primes. So, um, yeah, really an iconic, so, iconic
2: group. It's just so impressive. Their, their, their lineup of hits from 1964 on, it was like one number one after another, practically, very similar to what the Beatles were doing. Yep. Reminded me of the Jackson Five, too, you know, from uh, I Want You Back, you right. know, the very beginning, one number one song after another, you know, it's.
3: And they it's still amazing. stand on their own today. I mean, they they still sound distinctive. They still are played. It's, you know, amazing. Right. Okay. So
2: sad loss right there. We also mourn the loss of the Beatles accountant, Harry Pinkster. Uh, He worked for them from 1962 to 1970, overseeing their tax affairs, setting up their companies, helping them to buy their homes, and even handling their grocery bills. Mm. Paul McCartney said Harry was the only one who really knew what went on. It is said he helped to inspire George Harrison to write the song Tax Man, and he tried to persuade John Lennon not to pose nude on the album cover for Two Virgins with Yoko. He was also given the task of informing the Beatles in 1964 that they were officially millionaires, but he also had to tell them that their millions were in earnings, not assets, and that they needed to set aside some of those earnings for taxes. Harry was 90 years old.
0: Wow. wow.
2: Also, condolences go out to Gary Burr after learning that his older brother, Rick, has died from COVID. And uh, of course, we know Gary for all the work he's done with Ringo, being a member of the Roundheads, with Mark Hudson being on those albums, and the albums that followed after Mark Hudson. And, you know, I think most of the albums with Ringo has got a song that Gary has written with Ringo that he plays on. And so finally, it's just so great to be able to say this. <laughs> uh, Yoko Ono, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. 88 years old on February the 18th. Uh, Yoko posted this message online. She said, Thank you for all your beautiful birthday messages. 88 years young.
0: <laughs>
2: Lots of love, Yoko. Apple, all sir. right. It's a blessing, you know, when you, mm-hmm. when you live that long and, you know, so I always say count your blessings and we're just so happy she's still here and still working. Still, she's always working on something,
0: yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's always involved with Lenin projects in some way. And I, we all know that she's passing a lot of that over to Sean too, but still very active for her age. God bless
3: Absolutely. her. Absolutely.
2: Okay. So oh. now on to,
3: our main topic. Yes, of the show. absolutely. Before we get to that, I just want to mention uh, in the comments, Timothy Allen left a comment saying it only took me a year to catch you guys live. So, <laughs> welcome.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: Tim, welcome aboard, my friend. Welcome Hi, Tim. How you doing? Absolutely, and uh, and uh, my friend Tom Green uh, from Dubuque, hey. Iowa. So, hey, Tom said that we saw. Uh, Billy and, and uh, Davis and Marilyn McCoo in Dubuque in 2016, and they were wow. great. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Always. Uh, always are. They're they're definitely legends. So,
2: all I right. I was Just, amazed. Just mm-hmm. wanted to say, a couple of years ago, when I saw them, how powerful mm-hmm. their vocals were. I'm always concerned about that, especially as people get older. But mm-hmm. man, they blew the crowd away. They really yeah. did. You know, certain mm-hmm. songs like "One Less Bell to Answer." Marilyn McCoo was like, oh so on top <laughs> of her game you yeah
3: know? she's an amazing vocalist she really really they, is didn't she her.
1: didn't she host one of the uh, like the from the 80s a like a solid uh, gold was, goal. was that was yeah. it what it yeah. was okay solid yeah. sure yeah. i remember that yeah.
3: absolutely yeah. absolutely and uh and one more shout out here because uh he asked me to tony de said to give him a shout out because he's really excited about this topic tonight so see tony okay. i said i'd do it and i'm doing it <laughs> <laughs> tony's been a loyal fan for a long time yes so he really, has.
1: really appreciate you being here with us tony
3: you bet. Thank you Absolutely. for all but
1: of the
4: course, comments. Not, not,
3: not, Sorry,
4: I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> not not as easy as, as you think doing this also, though, Tony, right? Very difficult.
3: Yes, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yes, indeed. So, we are getting to our main topic. And as I said, we want you guys to play along, but there are rules.
0: So, <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> so uh, just briefly, uh, as I mentioned, we are calling this 4x4 which is uh, we challenge each other to put together kind of a compilation album. This is not a Beatles reunion album or anything like that. Mm. That's kind of a different, you know, different thing. We wanted to put together an album with four per, per Beatle, uh, four album tracks for Beatles, but deep tracks and, uh, and from the seventies. But as I said, there were rules. So Ken, Would you Mm. like to lay out the rules for everybody?
2: Yes, I want to complicate things for everyone.
3: (laughs) Yeah, because we're not going to make this easy.
2: (laughs) And you did. You did. You did. (laughs) Actually, uh, one of my Facebook friends came up with an idea which is similar to this. And he, he wanted to put together a McCartney album of the 70s and just pick one song from each album. But they couldn't be singles. So I thought, hey, why not do that with all four Beatles? So the idea was you pick four songs from each solo Beatle, but they have to be album cuts, okay? They can't be A-sides to singles. They can't be standalone singles like Another Day or It Don't Come Easy. It can't be B-sides, non-LP B-sides. They have to be songs that were on the actual albums and they have to be studio albums. So you have to eliminate Wings Over America, and the concert for Bangladesh. Okay, so um, I guess, I'm not sure if we're going to do this, f- we're going to say four from each Beatle, or like four John, four Paul, are we going to do it that way? Or yeah, we I do thought we'd do
3: four John, four Paul, okay. yeah, probably that'd be the mm. easiest to do it, so uh, it, it may oh, not and, be easy,
2: it may not be easy to think sequence-wise how everything's going to work on the album. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. And We should discuss that before, Beatle. because I, I just have four, four. four. Yeah. yeah. But um I, I don't I'll tell you all right now. I don't know about the my other three here co-hosts here, but my album will not sell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't I very well. I am right,
4: right. <laughs> sure I buy it. I uh, too. Uh, I
1: don't too. know in the 70s, I mean they were they were selling pretty good. They're up until when Ringo, you know, in 76 for Ringo, but Yeah, um, but we're
4: looking we're looking at this too as if it was just like a some compilation now, putting together, right? It's not yeah. like, the. it's not the Beatles if they made one more album right. together right. as right. a group.
3: Exactly. This right. is right. not, not like, is. A, like a hypothetical reunion right. album or something yeah. like that. So, uh, oh, and before we start, I just wanted to say, um, Michael uh, Moises says, big shout out from Australia. So, Dang. hey. Wow. So, what time so, is
2: it there right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. So
3: Whatever So, time thank it you. Is. Thank so, you. Yeah. Uh, And yes, Matthew Smith, early? Be, <laughs> Matthew Smith said they have to be from the seventh. 70s, there goes my Ringo list, if so, <laughs> sorry has to be Roll 70s, 70s. Yep. yep, yep, absolutely, so, so those are the rules everybody, so, uh, as I said, we want you to play along, so, uh, so yeah, let's, let's go beetle by beetle, that's probably uh, the easiest way to do it, uh, let's, let's start with John, just, just for the fun of it, so we're going to each reveal the four tracks we picked. As always, we have no idea what everybody picked. Like we are springing these on, right, on right. everybody, spur of the moment. So you're, you're, you're going to get our, our shocked faces <laughs> <and> live.
2: <laughs> One more thing I, I forgot to mention. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't pick singles that were released as singles in the U.S. or the U.K.
3: All right. Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay.
2: I can't expect everybody to know all the singles around the world. That gets way, way too complicated that way. But for people that, you know, follow discographies usually know the U.S. And sometimes some people might know U.K. singles as well. Right
1: so yep. the the italian single of mrs vanderbilt and bluebird will not
4: count <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> right <laughs> <Whew>.
3: okay
4: <laughs> I, pre- I predict we're gonna have a lot of similar ones but you never know might surprise you
3: never each know. other yeah I mean, you, never you never know, know. <laughs> okay so we're gonna start so we're gonna start, oh uh, michael moses says 1 p.m in, in australia by the way oh excellent okay, okay so you're not up late good tomorrow Go, good. though tomorrow uh, though. tomorrow yeah tomorrow. <laughs> yep that might be a, a, a so a way
1: he is up late but you know yeah but yeah
3: but kind of uh yeah. so anyway but yeah thank you for tuning in really appreciate it all right so let's get to john and and as always you know let us know your picks out there as well all right so uh joe let's let's start with you what uh, what are your john picks
4: okay in no particular order or anything um first one new york city mm-hmm. off uh, sometime in new york city um Love that song. My favorite song on the album, probably. Uh, Great rocker, you know, and John's ode to the city that he loved, uh, New York. And um, I I just love it. I love the energy. John, I don't think, has too many rockers, really, you know, in his solo career. Like, you have some. You have Meat City and such. Um, What You Got, maybe. But I really love New York City, and um, I also enjoy in it the... Two, we get two solos. We get a guitar solo and a piano solo later. And uh, I, every time I listen to it in the car, I kind of pull a John Candy kind of thing in. Uh, what is that movie uh, with, with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? Oh, he's, like, yeah. he's like he's yeah. like playing the piano with the piano. So anyway, I love that song. That's my first one. Um, secondly, I picked uh, the song that I always have a trouble saying from the Mind Games album. Aisuma Sen, wow. which is uh, the song, which means I'm sorry in Japanese. It's a kind of an apology plea to Yoko. Uh, always love that song. It is so deep. It's the kind of song that maybe not everybody would gravitate toward right away. But if you play it a few times, uh, John pours out his, his heart in there. And I love the Dave Spinoza uh, guitar playing in there. Uh, the lead, it, it's an amazing, amazing bit, bit of music. At, at very kind of haunting at the same time, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I've always loved that track, and that's one for me. Uh, next one from the Imagine album I went with All oh My Love, co written by Yoko. By the way, she gets right. writing credit on that. And uh, help, some help from George, also George Harrison, playing along. Mm-hmm just a beautiful song you know i mean when people again you know say oh you know after the beatles they're not really interested this is if you like the beatles this is as, as good as a beatles song At it i think it dates back a ways too mm-hmm. so well, that's my third pick and finally i'm going to go with a song that i really love off walls and bridges and that song is steel and glass uh, as John called, "Son of How Do You Sleep,"
0: uh,
4: <laughs> it, it's another put-down song about who we don't know. Maybe Alan Klein. You know, John copped out a little bit. I think on the old Grey Whistle Test interview from '75, said oh, it's, it's about me, and I'm really attacking myself on all these songs. You know, kind of like taking his own personal, uh, just, you know, anger at himself out. Uh, but I love it. Love the horns. You know, I love the horns, even though. I enjoyed the Give Me Some Truth <laughs> compilation. Still have a, a little bit of a thorn in my side about that, that the horns were kind of eliminated for that version. Otherwise, fantastic compilation, by the way. Pick it up other than yep. that. But Stealing Glass, just always a favorite. favorite. Kind of like how Dylan's song, Positively 4th Street, is like a real classic put-down kind of mm. song. That's what I yep. like about Stealing Glass. Mm-hmm. And there you have it. Yeah. Got a you know, lot of
0: yep. nerve.
4: <laughs> uh, i was
2: gonna say uh back in the 80s when i was doing my radio show on wdha in new jersey david spinoza i had on as a guest
1: oh excellent and, oh did
2: you um yeah. yeah in fact i really want to get in touch with him again but yeah. we talked about i assume a and that was a first take
0: Wow! No first kidding. take you did on
2: that lead guitar solo
0: so Oh, i love it
2: it's it adds so much to the song it's so perfect i wouldn't
4: change
3: uh. a, a note on that you know it
4: gives you chills. I mean, yeah. I can hear it now in my mind. I love it.
3: Mm. Wow, it's a, yep very good. All good, good picks. Good good picks, picks. John right. was the easiest one, I think. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was. That was a little easier. That's that's true. So, all right, Tom, you got a hard act to follow. Oh well, <laughs> I don't know here. Let's see. I I went with um more of the lighter.
1: Um, I'm really, really more imp- appreciating John's more mellow vocals, uh, you know, on the ballads, uh, if you will. Um, one I picked, uh, first one I picked is Look At Me. Um, you know, I just love that song, always have loved that song. Um, again, and, you know, Joe had this one and All uh, oh My Love is, as you, you are absolutely right, I think this is any just as good as any Beatles song um, in their catalog. And uh, wow, just you know everything about the song w- between George and 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 John's vocals and everything about this song is perfect in my in my my opinion. Um, and then you know sticking with the, the ballad theme uh, from Mind Games, Out the Blue, I will pick that for mm-hmm. any list that uh, I have with with Lennon. Um, again, you know, I've, I've said that it was so I always say that it was my wife's, mine and my wife's first dance at our wedding. And, uh, it's just uh, a great song, a great story song. And, uh, it's, you know, musically, I, I really, I really love it too. And the one that's really picked up steam for me, uh, throughout the years, especially when we were talking about, um, uh, mind games, not too long ago, uh, the track, I know, I know. And um, I mean, that one is just really um, picked up in listenings for me and just for the music alone, I think it's just great. So, you know, you got a little bit of that country feel to it. Um, You know, the guitar work in there is excellent. And I think, you know, John's vocals, again, you know, are really good. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, love Lennon's harder rock vocals and I think you know we need to pay attention to to more of his more of his softer side and you know I think people do but um I think we should really you know give those songs you know a little bit more of a serious look and listen.
3: Agreed. Mm, Absolutely okay. yeah
4: I was I was almost gonna pick I know I know but at the last minute I thought I know I know somebody's gonna pick that one. So uh and you were <laughs>
3: You're but right, I, yeah. I,
4: not just because it could it easily could have been on mine as well it's a good, yeah. very good pick and i love look at me also you mentioned yeah. that i, mm-hmm. I always love to you know a, kind of a, a overlooked song from that album i think at times yeah, so i, I, I so. like it right. a lot
3: absolutely mm. all right ken how about you what are your picks well first
2: of all i just want to say i'm glad to see that out the blue and i know i know was included mm. on the give me some truth compilation right absolutely. and over the years, certainly without the blue, I think more people are recognizing that song. Mm-hmm. It's really, um, you know, risen in the in the Lenin catalog. And right. I'm happy to, to, to see that, um, you know, being assessed that way. But in a way, you know, it's a sad thing that John's you know catalog was the easiest. It's only because it was the smallest to pick from. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's
2: also difficult because his catalog is so solid song for mm-hmm. song. I love all of them for different reasons. And, you know, I could just as easily put out the blue is in uh, in my uh, four songs here. Or yeah. I know, I know. But I decided to go, first of all, with God. Mm. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> how would it be if this compilation started right with that song Whoa. with him saying, I don't believe in Beatles? Feels and right. it's a statement. <laughs> And here are the Beatles in the 70s putting out all this fine material on their own. It would be like, you know, a statement in mm-hmm. and of itself. And um, it's such a powerful song in the message of what John's saying. And of course, Ringo's drumming is amazing on, on that particular song. I also put and I'm, I'm glad to see probably of all the ballads that John did in the 70s that weren't singles, this one, as an album cut, is the one that people gravitate towards the most, and that's Jealous Guy. I think Jealous Guy is a classic. Everything mm. about it, the whole arrangement, the whistling, you know, everything about it is just so wonderful, and the, the piano playing on it is just top-notch. The whole arrangement, you know, it's, yeah. it's as perfect a recording as you can get. I also put New York City in there because I wanted there to be some rocker, and that's such a standout rocker overall one listen and you should be hooked to to new york city mm. um and i also thought give some attention to nobody loves you when you're down and out mm-hmm. i think that's a, one of the great album closers although yaya was after that but you know i don't know if you want to count that but um it's such an intense song from john the message in it and the whole arrangement with the horns and everything and And I know that he said that, you know, he was, he wanted to write a song that Sinatra might do and maybe, (laughs) maybe in the back of his mind, I can hear Frank Sinatra singing a song like that and then walking out in the distance, you know, while the whistling is going on at the very end. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, if he's on stage, it could be a a great closing number. And um, it's a very sad song, a very, you know, bitter song, but, um, you know, that's one of the many sides of John. Nice, you know, and uh, those are the four I picked.
1: Yeah, yes. jealous. Yeah, jealous guy was was in consideration for for my list as well. Hmm. Uh, I remember first time hearing it while I was uh, at the no. I, I think the, the imagined John Lennon movie was the first time I heard that was mm. heard the song, you know, and that was like my introduction to the solo Lennon. So I right. remember going out and, and you know, buying Shaved Fish right after that. And then right. you know, I got, I got the soundtrack to this, uh, that yeah. Christmas and Jealous Guy was on it. And it was just like constantly played, you know, in, in, in my basement. <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. That's one of the great things about a soundtrack like that is yeah. that you get, not just the hits, but right those album cuts well, that make yes. it far more interesting yep. and mm-hmm. what was unusual about the imagine john lennon soundtrack is that it also included
3: sorry, sorry.
4: Mm-hmm. oh i was just monitoring the show i'm sorry
0: oh uh, that's all right
3: <laughs> yep i am Go too <laughs> right. so um, kid. Yeah. all right well um these are are all great choices let's uh hard to follow up but i'm gonna try Mm. um so i tried kind of like what what you guys were doing i tried to balance it between like the rocking john the romantic and the reflective you know i i tried to balance all that out so um i chose um isolation uh Mm. from Plastigono band Mm. that's one of those you know kind of like what what you were saying, Tom? You know your reaction to like jealous guy. The first time I heard Isolation, I think it was in the '80s. It was um, it was a radio special, uh, I think about about John, and it was hosted by by Elliot Mintz. I don't think it was the the Lost Lennon tapes. I, it was something else. I think it was like a birthday tribute or something. And Julian Lennon was was on it. He was hmm. you know had just like a little segment, and he introduced this as one of his favorite um of John's songs great oh. yeah I, I I just I have a kind of memory of this and I remember hearing it and it was one of those like stop in your tracks kind of mm. moments that I mean I just couldn't believe the mm. honesty of this song I and and I just uh that was it I mean I I that may have been the moment that I I became mm. like a a real John fan um after this so this this song mm. means a lot uh, yeah. to me. And it's just, I think, one of his finest. Um, then, uh, give me some truth, because, you know, you have to have one of his political kind yep. of songs. Mm. And, uh, and I just think this is age, even though, you know, mentions Richard Nixon, I still think uh, it has aged remarkably well. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's, uh, it applies to many administrations and then many situations. Uh, and I love, I just love his delivery. Mm. Uh, i mean it's just one of his best vocals um and then the last uh couple um walls and bridges i just think in general is an underrated uh uh, john album and i'm sure sure we'll i'm sure we'll get to that uh in in the future i hope we will because i just as i said over the years i just have liked it more and more uh Mm -hmm. and so uh i chose and i noticed a couple people mentioned it too what you got uh, which mm. i just one of my favorites of his because it's also i mean first of all just a great vocal uh, on uh, on there and some just some great guitar bass um but it's also kind of chronicling in a way his uh lost weekend i mean it's kind of a confessional uh song for him as well but it's just mm. a also just a good rocker uh mm. and finally i know i've mentioned the song i probably mentioned it many times on the show but bless you Mm. Uh, okay. one of his most beautiful ballads should have sneezed yep <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> i see what you did there joe and uh, <laughs> um but it's it's just such a beautiful song and and i think it the the vocals that john uh, does on you know has on that they're just so tender and it's just a kind of a vocal style that you didn't see enough on on john's songs um you know you really didn't and and the 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 lyrics on there are just you know just so special kind of saying you know a message to to whoever yoko was with to you know just to be you know Love her and be careful with it would be what a message. Kind-hearted,
0: yeah, mm. yeah.
3: What a kind-hearted message. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I just that is such a special message, and uh, so I've always loved that that song as well. So I, uh, so that's how I approach it. I tried to do one that showed all. I mean, not only great songs, but to show the different sides. Not bad. Uh, mm. Yeah, he you was know, so if- good. it really was and
2: explaining the how complicated a relationship can be exactly you know with so few words too
1: Yep. absolutely you know, and it's, sure. it's not only was 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 it was it easy for me for john but but not only because it, he had the less amount of material but he also i think had the le- the least amount of singles as well especially yeah, that, that from, was I, the main
0: from, thing especially from the
1: albums because you're looking at plastic ono band one single imagine one single mind games one single so i mean mm. that it was mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a lot easier to pick you know songs from his catalog
3: yep mm. exactly so yeah that yeah. wasn't quite so hard but now here comes a hard one Paul. (laughs) (laughs) holy cow was this hard (laughs) yeah i mean i'd pick one and i'm like god damn that was a single (laughs) oh shoot that was a single (laughs) so that was yeah this this was a tough one but but you know darn it we're we're going to do it so all right everybody next is paul so so uh So share your, your Paul picks. Uh, So we're going to share ours. Uh, So, uh, so Ken, why don't we start with you? How, what are your four Paul deep tracks?
2: Okay. Well, before I mention them, I think this might also confuse people too, because some of the songs that we're we're mentioning, like what you got, for example, was a B-side, but -hmm. it was a B-side from the album.
3: Exactly. So So it's legal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yes. It's legal.
2: And I say that because my first choice here with Paul was a B-side and that's Too Many People. Mm-hmm. Uh, Too Many People is such a great album opener and everything about it is so wonderful. Right. The vocals, the arrangement, the way it ends, how it suspends, the way that it does with the lead guitar work and everything. Oh, it's, just, it's classic McCartney through and through. Um, that could have easily, to me, have been an A-side of a single for Paul. But uh, I definitely think that's you know, there's so many great album cuts from from all four of them. It, it's really tough. Um, and then I'm also trying to consider what are my personal favorites, which may not be everybody else's. Right. Should I just go right. with may, maybe album cuts that were played on the radio, that were in singles, that more people might know? Um, but. In this case, I was (laughs) self-indulgent and I (laughs) and I had to put Little Lamb Dragonfly in there because I just think it's such a gorgeous tune through and through. It's one of those songs, like I've said, where Paul has many different melodies that are all intertwined and somehow it all flows so easily. And um, I just think it's a masterpiece. I really do. I I wish that um, at some point in his career, he had done that song live. (laughs) Um, You know, it's just an amazing song throughout um and speaking of b-sides believe it or not 1985 was a b-side <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it was the b-side of wow. ben on the run, run i mean in the come u.s on. yeah for anybody else for any other artist that would have been an a-side but i had to put mm-hmm. that in there it's it's um along with only love remains i, I rate those two songs as my two favorite uh paul songs post beatles 1985 is just you know so catchy I love the whole piano arrangement, everything about it, the harmonies, how it stops, picks up again. Um, I just think 1985 is such a classic. So glad that Paul added that to his set list. And um, as much as I also wanted to put in something from the, the late 70s from Paul, I didn't because I felt that I had to put Beware My Love in there. Because um, I remember so well when Wings at the Speed of Sound came out, and rock stations here in New York um, were playing almost every single cut from that album, from the different members of Wings too. And Beware My Love got a ton of airplay, and it's a great song that he did live during the the Wings Over America tour. Really worked well as a live song, and I love the whole arrangement of that one too. You know. Um, there are certain rock songs from from Paul's solo career I wish he'd bring back into his live set. Beware My Love is one of those songs. I just think, uh, and the harmonies are great on that particular one. So um, just thinking of it as one of the great album cuts when album rock was going deeper on McCartney. Um, whereas now you have to be grateful if they play anything uh, from new McCartney. But uh, Beware My Love, I would definitely put in there.
3: Yeah, it's really funny. Uh, there are certain songs. In fact, uh, some people were been mentioning songs in the comments that you know, like "Jealous Guy." were like, wait, that wasn't a single because yeah. it's, it's you know been played so much. I have for... it from
4: another country. I mm-hmm. and it is a single. I think eventually it was a twelve-inch single in England. It was,
3: yeah. But, it's hard uh, to
4: keep track of other countries, though.
3: Yeah, it is. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, that would have, I mean, yeah, that would have been just impossible to do. But, but I mean, it is interesting because other songs, you know, Paul decided to start playing live and, and everything. Mm. So, you know, so you, you now looking back, you're like, wait a minute, that, that wasn't a single? Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, mm. so I mean, because it's become so familiar, like 19, 1985 and, and stuff like that, you kind of forget that, oh, yeah, you know, that, that's just, that's an album track that he just, Decided to start playing live, so we, you know, oh, tend are you sure? Forget, because uh,
1: Beware My Love was the B side to Let the Let Them In single, right?
3: Yeah, yeah B sides are okay. Oh, okay, yeah. if Can't they appeared you see, on uh, an album.
1: Uh,
4: I should just if say, say something. The yeah. I'll interject. We have to be more clear because nowhere was it ever said that I know that you could pick a B side if it was on the album. I would had a lot more easy time. I thought <laughs> no single, no B sides, no A side. I I thought. I, so I, that's why i had an incredibly hard time doing this so you won't hit, find any a sides or b sides even on the album on my list we did say it in me. our notes we did no, joe no. i'm just letting you know <laughs> Tom, me, I, just, I think he's with me on this
3: you can you can make changes that's all right
4: no i still have time no i don't no, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like thinking, what's that's why I was joking. I said, there's nothing left. There's nothing left I was saying. And I'm like, oh.
3: Yeah, I, tried, I tried my best to avoid B-sides, <laughs> but a couple of people mentioned one of my picks as a B-side, and I'm like, ah, oh, <sighs> shoot! <laughs> so, <laughs>
4: I got a pretty lame Paul list.
3: So, yeah, so then when you just said yeah, B-sides are legal, I'm like, oh, good!
4: <laughs> if uh,
2: they're on the album. And by the way, 1985 got a lot of airplay on rock radio, too, when it first came out.
3: Right? Oh Most yeah.
2: of Band on the Run did, and mm-hmm. Venus and Mars.
3: So Doesn't surprise yep. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, okay. Joe, how about you? What are your Paul Picks? Oh,
4: skip me. I got I got some pretty <laughs> I no, didn't get anything no, good. Go ahead. No, I didn't they, get anything good like Beware be, uh, Beware My Love. No, I didn't but get you anything good like that. It, No, you, it is what I did you, with you that can with repeat, that. Repeat, you know. Well that mm-hmm. no, that so. idea in mind that I wasn't if it was a single, like it doesn't exist like A or B side. Yeah. So I didn't go, I didn't go there. So what I, I went with it. was Tomorrow, first of all.
3: That's a great song.
4: A single that should have been.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautiful, right.
4: beautiful song, right? I mean, uh, I don't have a lot to say about these. We know them, you know. Um then I have Every Night from McCartney, uh, yeah. another mm-hmm. standout track, along I with Maybe I'm Amazed.
3: That. I almost picked that. Yeah. Which
4: we you know, we didn't really consider Maybe I'm Amazed because of the live version, really, or being a single and all that. So I, so I picked Every Night, gorgeous song. Yeah. Um, here's something unusual, uh, I thought that I went with. One of my favorites from London Town, Cafe on the Left Bank. Yes. Um, I really, that's that, that's almost my favorite track almost on that album. Other than, uh, you know, the single with a little luck and maybe the title track. Um, and I just love that. I feel every time I hear that song, I feel like that's exactly where I'm sitting. Every time he
0: sings that song.
4: I, I love that's the point on the album. I just love to get to it. Uh, um, and then I picked for the fourth one, uh she's my baby mm. um a little it. ditty Love from from it. paul it. you it. know it's a pretty little little song uh fun song you know again and that's just my picks for paul just again thinking not in terms of um uh, you know B sides that were on the okay because they're on the album
3: you're getting a lot of approval in the comments joe so oh, am I? those are, well, those are good. very good picks
4: <laughs> what, are well, yeah. what are you worried about what are you worried about
3: Yep, me. Who's yeah. worried? Yep, Marvin. What's the
2: use
4: of worrying,
3: Marvin? Tony, no use. Marvin, Tony, Tom, Green—they all like your picks.
4: Okay. <laughs> well, who's going to argue with every night? Exactly. Tomorrow? I mm. almost
3: picked it. Absolutely. So, all excellent picks. And uh, yep. So, uh, Tom, how about you? yeah well Joe it looks like to go to town on this Yeah, well I, I had fun
1: with this one I really did. I and bet like, you did And Ken you were talking about how you know your feelings on these tracks and you know I did go with personal favorites you know mm. um and and specifically at the moment you know what I'm saying so okay. like I, I know I know has been a really personal favorite of mine you know these last couple years so but uh you know I got a couple you know a couple that uh that Joe had you know every night uh you know from the McCartney album how can you go wrong with that you know i think his vocals are, are excellent and his guitar playing you know the acoustic guitar on there is wonderful um i went to um went to a wildlife next and i went with some people never know that has been a personal favorite of mine uh since i've heard that song uh, many years ago and um just you know I just want to give a little nod to linda too because i love how those two how their two voices blend together on that song um, Joe, I completely agree with you on Cafe on the Left Bank. When I'm hearing that song, I feel like I am on the <laughs> Cafe on the Left And I got to give it to Jimmy McCullough, man. He just kills it on guitar on that, throughout that whole oh, song. Oh, beautiful. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. Know, Sweet. Yeah. You know, Sweet. so great job from him. And then another one uh, from Paul that's become a personal favorite since the Archive Box came out uh, a few years back, and that's uh, San Ferry Inn. Uh, it's a track that I've oh. never really, you know, considered uh back yeah. in the day um but uh listening to that more carefully over the last couple few years from the archive edition i you know i love i love the uh, the horn playing in that one and i love his baseline throughout the throughout that track and um I really come to appreciate that song over the last uh four or five years since it's been out the archives been been out so
2: and cafe on the left bank has always been yeah. a favorite of mine and yeah. it's one of those songs uh, yeah. that i wish had been a single Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah, that's right. Matter of fact, I had to go back and double check that one because I wasn't one hundred percent sure. So, but uh, but yeah, um, good,
3: uh, great, great track from London Town. Great stuff, absolutely. And uh, well, uh, as for my picks, uh, Joe, we're kind of the same mind on a couple of these. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This this was another one where I tried to balance out, you know, kind of. The acoustic Paul, the eccentric Paul, the Mm. rocking, the, you know, tuneful. I mean, I tried to do a little bit of everything. Uh, So I picked that. uh, That would be something. (laughs) I almost I almost picked every night. And uh, but that that would be something is one of my other uh, favorites. Um, uh, Then I picked for the eccentric Paul Monkberry Moon Delight. I just oh, it yes. is so fun i mean yeah. so fun so yeah gotta have a little ram in there oh that's uh, great yeah what a what a fun song that is um then for the the rocking one uh mrs vanderbilt i mean that is such mm. a fun sing-along mm. kind of uh, you know song and and uh you know you, you just can't help but you know tap your toes to it and it's just it's fun I mean, what can yeah, I, I say? I, I, I love okay, how well. that
4: went over live, too. I yeah, think if, that's,
3: yeah, you know what? That's the thing. That's what made me like it even more. Oh, yeah. That, that I think the live version is even better than the studio version. I mean, that mm. went over so well live that it made me like the song even more. Oh. Uh, you know, it just had such an energy right. uh, live. So, and finally, she's my baby. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah.
3: It's, it's keep just, mopping it up yeah I mean mop, it's, mop, just, mop, mop. Yep, it's just a great you know it's also yeah it's a little bit of a you know, a little bit of a soulful kind of tinge to it mm-hmm. um I've just always enjoyed that song so yeah when when you said it Joe I'm like <laughs> you know, another always, an, another yeah. good bass
1: line too he's got yes. he some really good bass lines in that on the uh Speed of Sound album yes
3: mm. I, I agree and and so yeah you really hear the bass on that uh, and, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, a fun, uh, you know, one of his lighter tunes, but it works. And, and as I said, it's got a little, little soul in it. Um, always enjoyed it. So, uh, so yeah. those are, so those are right. So, uh, so Joe, we were kind of a <laughs> couple of those on the same wavelength yeah, sure. there. So yeah. that's, uh, that's really cool. So, uh, so yeah, again, just try to, you know, balance out his different sides. So, uh, yeah all right well this should be interesting george i'm i'm very interested to hear your picks and and everybody's picks in the in the comments here um yeah this was kind of difficult i don't know about you guys but for me there were different songs where I think, you know, all, oh, this is it. And then, oh, damn it. It was a single, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was really tough. So, um, all right, let's, uh, let's start uh, with you, Tom, what, uh, what George singles or not singles yeah. album cuts. Did you pick, um, I, you know, a lot of favorites that's, that's, that's yeah. I picked. Mm. um, man,
1: uh, you know, George wasn't that difficult, to be honest with you. Um, A lot of great tracks I could have picked that I love, but uh, the started off, started off run of the mill, um, just, you know, Classic lyrics, you know. I mean, we know the story, but um, uh, sung well, written well, uh, played well. Uh, one of my favorites from from all things most past. Probably probably my second favorite song on on that on that album. Um, uh, second of all, an, a song that almost was a single, but didn't make it. Uh, don't let me wait so long uh, or too long. too long. Sorry, too long. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you know, again, it's just a, another fun little jam. Um, you know, not much to the lyrics. Doesn't. Need to be, you know, very thoughtful, but um, but musically, I, I think it's a really good and it's catchy. And It's a really catchy song, to, in my opinion. Um arguably my favorite ballad from his solo career a beautiful girl um another favorite of mine um i'll that'll be on every single list that i do with george um and then another one that'll be you know on my list for george and i know uh i love uh, uh mayo's uh response to this every time but i uh, can't stop thinking about you is just
4: uh <laughs> i know. didn't get a chance to talk about it during the extra texture
1: no, you didn't. Because my mic wasn't
4: working, but it's right. working now. So I'll just say, right.
1: can't stop thinking about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where has the Again, time gone? Right, exactly. <laughs> when
1: you look at the time,
0: uh,
1: yeah. Again, uh, I, I love the organ or the, the the keyboard playing throughout that whole song, whether it's the piano or oh, the cool. you know the whatever the uh, keyboards. I just I, I love the playing, uh, you know, on that, mm. and it's so simple. You know, right to oh, the point, it is. You know? I like that
4: point. What goes? I, I don't know what the words exactly. When the day
1: comes,
0: yeah.
4: I don't know. That's why so I got it in, folks. those who wanted to see my extra texture routine, I got a little bit in. <laughs>
2: There's no way I can mute him, is there? No. <laughs> Kids.
1: Yeah, I can uh, do that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We, we love you, everybody. We love you, uh, right. Danny. We love you, Olivia. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Tom, this was really scary. Just as you were sharing your your thoughts. Uh Hudson uh Rani just mentioned his and your and his choices like as you were reading yours off his were like identical almost really? to yours. Yeah I mean mention don't let me wait wow. too long and beautiful girl. <laughs> like just well, I, if that. you don't
1: mind if you don't mind giving me I wanna uh direct people to hudson because hudson is, is a young fan and he just started his own uh youtube podcast called i know i know uh what a beetle and solos uh uh podcast so um you know check it out again type in i know i know and uh, hudson maybe you can uh, type in what the, the name of your uh, podcast on youtube and everybody can check it out there nice so, i'm so
2: glad he's giving you. attention to John's song there
3: yeah by calling yep. it that very mm-hmm. nice yep love yeah. the title so yep. yep. We'll all right check that out and tom brennan agrees with you as well tom and yeah. uh, don't let me wait too long and beautiful girls so Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> so wow you, you, those That's are good. popular, popular yeah. choices so uh, mm-hmm. all right just to be different let's go to ken how about you what uh, what are your choices
2: Okay. Well, first of all, you know, run of the mill is one of those I really wanted to put in there. That's become Mm. one of my favorites. You could put almost anything from all things must pass,
1: probably this collection,
2: but um, except the singles. Yeah. But (laughs) remembering remembering how radio was so over this album when it first came out and playing most of the songs. But one song they played a lot because it was so commercial and it wasn't a single Mm. is "Awaiting on You All," which I would Mm -hmm. definitely put into any collection. So damn catchy, it really is. It could have been a hit. I don't, you know, (laughs) there could have been more than the two hits from. uh,
1: And Joe Allen agrees
3: with you. I'm shocked (laughs) that
1: there was only two singles from that album. I I have no. I would love to know the reasoning why they didn't release more singles from that album.
2: Yeah. You know how much you can you can apply that logic to solo Beatle albums?
1: Well, but specifically (laughs) because it was a double album and it was so strong, you know, I I think the the title track, All Things Must Pass, would have been a nice would have been a really good single Mm. as well. You know.
0: Okay. Well I'm
2: thinking of commerciality, you know, Mm -hmm. if not for you, got a ton of airplay. Yep. You Mm
0: -hmm. know,
2: um so much from that album could have been Mm -hmm. really hits. But even when you think about, you know, imagine. Only mm-hmm. had one single. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, right, that's well, crazy what's going on there. Red Rose I was only had one single. One
3: single. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Wildlife didn't have any. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, should have had tomorrow. It, it really should have. Yeah. Anyway, so I have a waiting on you all, and just like you, Tom, yeah. don't let me wait too long. Yeah. It should be part of the the show, the singles that never were. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Great. And
2: uh, really, that that could have been the second single right yeah. after. Give me love. Should've Very been. catchy. Yeah. And uh, like you said, Tom, very simple lyrics, very repetitive, but mm-hmm. it just sticks in your head. You know, very it's so much yeah. a catchy, I could have heard that on Top 40 radio. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites of George's entire solo career is The Answers at the End, which yeah. I think is a masterpiece on the Extra Texture album. I love the whole message in there, mixing the combined with, you know, uh, the 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 preachy, the spiritual Um, with philosophical, which is what George does so well. Um, I love the whole arrangement. You know, there's a lot of extra texture that production-wise sounds like it could have been on All Things Must Pass. This real heavy sound, very piano-based. It's got a real spirituality to it, you know? Um, And that's one of those songs. I love, love, love the answers at the end. I
4: want to just interject and say, so do I, uh, Ken. That's one of the songs that I do enjoy quite a bit Mm. on extra texture. So I agree with you. And uh, there were two others I like on that album. Okay.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right.
4: Just don't sing the ones that you don't like.
3: <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have
2: to sing well. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> and my final choice is one of the many great love songs from George's solo career. Mm. Um, Your love is forever,
0: mm. which yes. I
2: think is absolutely exquisite. So laid back. Love the slide guitar work in it, you know, kind of like so much of what he's done on albums like George Harrison or Gontrapo, you feel like you're on a tropic island, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're at the beach or whatever and the palm trees are swaying, you know, I get that whole vibe um, from songs like that one, but it's just such a gorgeous tune, Mm -hmm. you know, can't say more about it, but Your Love is Forever is one of his greatest all time love songs.
3: Good pick yeah that Absolutely can't. From a wonderful album too. Right. Yeah. And
1: then again, with, with living in the material world, you know, going on the strength of "Give Me Love," you know, being the only single from that album, and then that album being a number one album, again, no excuse to not have a follow-up single. You know. You know,
2: it's it's ironic. You know, "Give Me Love" is a number one single. How do you mm-hmm. not have a second single after right, number yeah, one? Exactly. The same thing. Same right. time red rose speedway right number Same one hit with one, my love no second one, um, single right where is the logic
1: <laughs> Yep.
3: <laughs> crazy absolutely yeah. so all right joe you're up
4: yeah okay um well i wasn't going to put this one on the list because i knew other people would have it and that is don't let me wait too long <laughs>
0: <laughs> A sing-
4: single that should have been i said everybody's going to have this but it begs to be a single, it and was, it was supposedly going to be a single. Right, or, right, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Oh man, that's a, that's a good one. So that's one. Um, second, Tom, I'm with you. I put "Beautiful Girl," mm-hmm. gorgeous song. Thirty-three, and the third. Mm-hmm. Did that have its roots in Beatles days? I think it was an older song.
1: All things must pass. All things must pass.
4: Because it was earlier than that that he was he was wanted to. To do something with that, so it's, it's just a gorgeous song. Um So <laughs> those two are already already been mentioned. I'm going to go to, back to the self-titled George Harrison album. It's got so many beautiful songs on there. It's an album that I think is getting a lot more attention lately from the circles I'm in, and people are really appreciating it and, and rating it closer to the top of his albums. Mm-hmm. I think I with you know, oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely with good good reason. Good and I picked a track from there. Um, I picked If You Believe. Oh, yeah. From there, because it's uh, it's poppy, a little more, uh, you know, movement to it. It's a, for George, you know. Again, I, you know, I was like, before I was saying John didn't rock out a lot in his solo career. Really, I don't think George really did. But this is mm. is, is is a nice up tempo kind of song. I think it could have been a single, also. You mm. know, it's a good choice for one. So that was. Uh, if you believe and lastly i went to the dark horse album of all places and i uh, there's a number of songs i enjoy on there but i went with simply shady oh
1: i almost went with oh, that you know i,
0: I yeah.
4: you know, yeah. it just and even though his voice is rough on there i don't know sometimes i don't know i can enjoy i enjoy dark horse even though his voice is on the horse side the song dark horse hmm. and uh you know, "Ding Dong, Ding Dong." A few others, yeah. but "Simply Shady's was one I've always liked. Even a little ode to sexy Sadie in the lyrics right. at, at the yeah. end. Yeah. The, so the, um, I really like that song. So that's my uh, last choice for George.
1: The the musicians that he assembled for "Sexy" or, uh, for "Simply Shady," sorry, shady. were 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 top notch for sure.
2: Well, um, that was the L.A. Express. Yeah. Yes, Joni Mitchell's right. people, yeah. who are also yeah. on yeah. Harry's on tour. Right. You know, yep. but uh, the songs on "Dark Horse" are great songs. You might have a problem with his voice at the time. I'm so used to it, you know. It doesn't bother me. Well, it's funny that I
4: don't mind it. I I don't know why I don't mind it on there as much as extra texture. Uh, uh, It's a little more. I have horse on dark horse, maybe a little more, you know, warbly, warbly on uh, extra texture for me, you know. But but, uh, I don't know why dark horse. I'm forgiving more. I don't know. I I enjoy some of those songs.
1: Yep. gotcha cool yeah. great, great great
3: okay and uh so i'll and again i try to have some variety showing different sides so with george yeah it was hard not to pick so like every track off all well, things must pass hmm. i mean let's let's face it but i picked i did pick two that i i think show uh george's you know a little bit of a you know, harder rocking kind of side, but, and I just love these songs anyway. Uh, Wawa, which yeah, is, I'm you know, so... p- what I call pissed off George. I love yeah. pissed off George. <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, I mean, not guilty, which I, I actually like the, the original version better than the softer, or you yeah know, the softer one, but, uh, but it's still, I mean, it's still pissed off George, but this one, wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I love it. And, and, uh, just the, the the even the you know Phil Spector production I actually do like on that one. Uh, the other one, "Let It Down," mm-hmm. uh, I love 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 "Let It Down." Uh, how it goes kind of yes, back and forth with like, softer and then the big, big yes, oh, yes. I mean, it's it's just incredible. Um, and, uh, so that, that's, uh, those are my, my two there, uh, then from 33 and a third, which is probably my second favorite, uh, after all things must pass, um, is, uh, pure smoky, uh, because, you know, I gotta have my R and B.
0: You know that, you know
3: that, and I mean, come on, a tribute to Smokey Robinson. I mean, you know, and it is, it's, it's gorgeous. I love the the chord changes on it, um, and uh, and I love the lyrics too, and uh, you know, and he sings it so earnestly. You know, he clearly, you know, had such a deep uh, respect and and affection for smoky robinson and i love you know working and you know you really got a hold on me and you know right, the little, right. little, i just i love that song i've just always had such great affection for it um and finally and i and i had to i, I think i even triple checked this to make sure it wasn't a single because I'm, I'm amazed it wasn't uh here comes the moon I, I've always ah. loved it it's such a beautiful song now it did appear I know on best of dark horse I yes, I, I it know did. it did yeah. yep. uh but yeah I, I had to you know I thought th- that had to have been a single you know and I, I, right. I double tripped no so well, it just
1: and you bring up a good point because you know as you and I kid I mean that's probably right around time we started uh discovering George's music mm-hmm. so that could you know confuse younger fans yeah for, you've got a best of dark horse and you've got this song so you're
3: thinking yeah. that it's that a single had have been. That, that, that had to have right been a single, right you know yeah so, so i was you know i checked yeah. it check, like oh you know made sure and right. uh so i yeah i absolutely cannot believe that wasn't the single because right. it's it's just such a you know beautiful song that you know memorable melody uh love the guitar uh in there i mean just uh that should have been a single (laughs) for sure uh and 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 also of course from the george harrison album which which i also love that that probably yeah all things must pass 33 and a third uh george harrison top
1: three that's a good that's that's a good trio
3: yeah i just i love all three I mean, those are, those are my favorites. Absolutely. So, you know, you you
2: bring up a a great point that, you know, the material is so strong here. It's very difficult. So many of these songs we think could have made good singles. Uh, Mm -hmm. The thing is, you know, if you follow the charts like I have, like uh, with the George Harrison on Blow Away was top 20. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that was a monster hit, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was respectable. So it should have
4: been, it should have been bigger.
2: I agree. Should have been bigger. Yeah, but yeah. Um, if the first single doesn't do extremely well, you don't expect right. the follow-up to do. Mm. But when you've got a number one song like Give Me Love, oh, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, exactly. how do you not follow that up? <laughs> it just, it, it, wow. <laughs> Automatically, the second single would at least go top 40, you would think. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, gives, it gives it a chance because mm-hmm. you're bouncing off of something mm-hmm. that you couldn't do any better than a number one song. Yep. And I, I, by the way, I just want to say, let it down. Great choice. Very mm-hmm. complicated song if you're a yes. musician because it's mm. loaded with, um, you know, uh, different chords like, like ninths and elevenths. you know, not mm. your typical chords, more mm. jazzy kind of chords. But yep. uh,
3: yeah, yeah, I Yeah, that's a good point. It is, mm. It's a very yeah, different, uh, different kind of song. So mm. very true. Mm. All right. Last but definitely not least, we have Ringo. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, our uh, deep Ringo tracks. So uh, Ken, why don't we start with you? What are your Ringo picks? And, and everybody, of course, join in. Let us know what your Ringo tracks are.
2: Okay, well, uh, as we all know, well, actually some of us don't know this, but of um, Blues was the, the first single from Ringo. Mm in the united states sentimental journey never had any singles and i thought it might be cool to pick one song from sentimental journey and as much as you know i love stardust i still think (laughs) the title track might have been you know a really good choice right first one of all the ones from ringo's uh solo career i just think the whole arrangement was just perfect suited his voice i think the whole album was that way, tell you the truth, but um, "Sentimental Journey" is just a great song. It is a standard; so many people know it that grew up on that music, and Ringo vocally just handles it perfectly. And um, Richard Perry, by the way,
0: know, arranging Richard, yeah.
2: arranging "Sentimental Journey." So I would pick that as my first.
1: Uh, but again, but again, to, you know, for a confusing fans, you know, aspect, you know, there was a promotional video for it. So you would right. think that that would have been a single. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Right.
2: There are videos, especially right. with Ringo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to get to another think, one here soon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I put six o'clock in there Ugh. because yeah. I just think it's that's another masterpiece you know, the other Beatles knew how to write for Ringo and six yes. o'clock to me should have been, it could have been a fourth single mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. from the Ringo album. It's just a beautiful song, perfect in Ringo's range, you know, everything about it, <clears> that, <throat> that keyboard solo in the middle, the buildup towards the end. Um, it's just a, a wonderful song overall. And, uh, you know, it's one of those ones, you know, if, if you're, more casual fan or someone that really hasn't invested time in Ringo, you you do want to know the songs yeah the Beatles wrote for him. Yeah. And most people hopefully know I'm the greatest, even though this is the same album <clears throat> and hopefully they know good night Vienna and they know that George co-wrote with Ringo, but they may not know the songs that Paul wrote
0: mm-hmm. for
2: Ringo and six o'clock is top-notch all Agreed. around yep. and uh, the harmonies with Linda you know everything about that song is is so perfect I also put you know speaking of which we just said songs that had a video
1: for
0: <laughs> which
2: they weren't a single um, you don't know me at all from oh, Ringo's reviewer, yeah. yeah. which was a weird one because uh, Ringo was bald at the time <laughs> yes. he showed off his bald the whole video revolved around him being bald <laughs> very bizarre but it's a very catchy song and it's one that I kind of wish that could have made a very good choice after a dose mm. of rock and roll right.
1: i'm sure he'll agree More that so. that was a very bizarre time for him
2: yes. mm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know i like hey baby yeah but i still think mm. you know no me at all would have made a better choice as a single yeah. and then um my last song here is a personal favorite of mine uh gave it all up Wow. From Ringo the fourth, which uh, he co-wrote with Vinnie Poncia. Mm -hmm. Very sad, melancholy song that Ringo does so well. Looking back at his life, you know, you get the feeling he's in a bar and he's reflecting on his past years and all the mistakes that he made. It's one of those songs you lift your mug up and you you toast your life. Um, And uh, I just think it really works very well for Ringo.
4: Was that like on a, a single, like a B-side? Or I thought that might have been on a single, but I'm not sh- 100% sure. I don't think right. so, no. You had Drowning in the Sea of
2: Love, right. which right. had Just a Dream as, as a B-side, right. and Wings, which was right. actually... Wings, Wings was a single, that was That was too. the yeah. first single, really. Right. Wings. And the B-side of that was also Just a Dream.
4: Oh, okay.
2: The same B-side really- on both uh, songs. Yep. So yep. those are my four yeah Good all
3: picks. right nice all nice interesting mm. picks. a yeah, nice eclectic uh group there mm. uh all right joe how about you what are okay
4: your picks? first six o'clock
3: mm-hmm. you hey. know it's
4: it's a perfect song for ringo to sing it suits him perfectly paul, paul knows how to to write for ringo i guess by now would you say mm-hmm. and I uh you know <laughs> Paul, Paul and Linda together on it, you know. Uh, just you know, it's, it's a lovely song. Uh, and uh, there's a longer version. Oh, yep. I forget yep. which one's on it. Um, that's what's, what it has. The longer version.
1: The the bonus,
4: Good uh, Night
2: this, Vienna. You know, it was a track. bonus track. It, the
4: bonus track, yeah. But um,
2: originally, it was a, a there was a longer version on the cassette version, I think. And you know? there was an A track version where I think that that's where the, the longer was version long. was.
4: I had I had to put that one, you know, something from the Ringo album, uh, you know, I had it, mm. I had to do. Next, I have "I'll Still Love You" mm. um, from uh, Roto Gravier. It's from right. Uh, very haunting sound, a George Harrison song, uh, just haunting. I loved I loved the mood of that, and there was a big thing where I think that. Was it that George sued Ringo because he didn't right. like, like the, the mix of it or something? The I think, arrangement, right. I mm. really, I really love it. <laughs> I still love it. I feel like I still What's love not you. to like about it? Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's well, uh, so I, I I'm I i can not say, but maybe some people find a little dreary sounding. I don't know, but I I just love it. Um, let's see, that's oh, yeah, two. Then I went with. Uh, I don't know i I was torn by a couple here. I decided to go back to the Ringo album for have you seen my baby mm. otherwise known as hold, hold on one or the other I don't know if he switched it on the album uh, there yeah. was a, I had a couple of copies of the actual vinyl album where it was listed as one and he switched it the other way. I don't know if hold on was listed first then yeah, land pressings became have you seen my baby now I've got was that a Gary Wright who wrote that one Randy uh, Newman. Randy Newman, Randy yeah. Newman. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, again, it's just so, again, so fun. Uh, you know, and Ringo's in good spirit with the whole album, but on that song in particular, I love the way his mood in that. Uh, do you, uh, do it, you
1: have both copies of that of the Ringo album? That have yeah, the, I'm okay. crazy
4: enough that I that I bought them both to have. Well, to what's, have well, what, well
1: what, what, what's having multiple copies of an album, you know?
4: I mean, oh, really? Big, what? Yeah, no, no big deal, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> Who does that, right? It's a mad bag of shells. <laughs> <for us>? multiple <laughs> copies <laughs> of albums, you know.
4: Yeah. yeah what's that does that now, right. <laughs> um yeah. so uh so okay i got uh those three now for the last one i made i made a substitute here um because you know I, as i say, i didn't realize for whatever reason that you could pick a b-side if it was on the album right so I did a little, little look. Substitutes
3: allowed? Ken? no? I'm just kidding.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I I'll tell you why. I'm just this is kidding. You can. I know. I know. But yeah.
3: uh, I'm but, joking. No, who know, you, you,
4: You're joking. But I just want to say I was going to put this on originally, but I thought no, that's that's uh, that's a B side, and it's who needs a heart. From, hmm. uh, I believe it's the B-side of something. Is it Tonight or Hard on My Sleep? One or the other, it's the B-side of, from my research. That just was kind of doing it here <laughs> on the phone. And it is it is Ringo and, and Vinny Poncia wrote it. Right. And, uh, well, that's a little good upbeat, up-tempo kind of fun song. On the otherwise uh, underrated, for my money, Bad Boy album. Right. Uh, which I hope we get to one day because I'd like to talk about that album a little yeah. bit. And uh, well, there's so many other ones I wanted to put up from that album. You know, tonight maybe it was tonight. Maybe that was the, I don't know. Tonight was a single also. I forget which this was the B side of, but I wasn't going to use it. But now I'm glad I can, I can put it in as I realized. So uh-huh. there you go, Ringo. Yeah.
3: All right.
2: Yeah. By the way, hold on. The the, the initial copies of Ringo had the wrong title. It really mm-hmm. is, Have You Seen My Baby? So they corrected it later on. Right, oh, that's really? what it was. Oh, yeah. Oh,
3: wow. Mm-hmm. That's wow. funny too,
2: because
1: I have, mm-hmm. I have a, uh, my CD of Good My Regards to Broad Street has Goodnight Princess as Goodnight Lonely Princess, which mm. is right. not really correct. It's mm-hmm. just Goodnight Princess. Yeah, you were pointing that out yeah. on the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Are you
2: sure about that? I've always thought of it as the as Goodnight Lonely. Princess. I was
1: pointed out yeah. by a few hardcore fans that it was good. It's it's a Goodnight Princess, not Goodnight Lonely Princess. Okay. So I have the Columbia sure. CD that says Goodnight Lonely Princess, but which is what I the, have. Yeah, but all my other copies say Goodnight, uh, Goodnight Princess on it.
3: So. Interesting. Yeah. There was a bunch of songs. It's, Goodnight. There was Goodnight right. Irene. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's a lot of songs goodnight tonight you know? yeah, yeah. It's, yeah
4: it's another, except that's a honeymooners reference
0: oh here
3: we go we're, we're going we're for the $99,000 answer Right. oh my god all nice, right but, we better we better get to utah before the <laughs> <Honeymooners> references <laughs> take over started, right. yeah. so yep so what what are your Ringos? all choices? right well
1: we are three for three for six o'clock just uh, a magical right. uh a track that that Paul gave to um, to ringo and yeah I do think it's definitely single worthy um, I do tend to like the longer version a little bit more than than the shorter one but uh but that's just you know that's just me but yeah. I love Linda's contributions to the backing vocals on that track. Hmm. And, and it just, you know, Paul does know how to write for Ringo. One um, other one, the closer for the Ringo album, You and Me, Babe, uh, I oh. think is just, you know, a great way to, to close out an album. I wish every album clo- kind of closed out <laughs> with like a little, you know, thank you, goodbye. You know, I want to thank this person, that person, you know, uh, kind of thing. And uh, again, you know, George Harrison, you know, Again, he worked really well with 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 Richie, and uh, man, I wish they did more together uh, in throughout the throughout their lives. Um, and Mal
2: Evans co-wrote. And that.
1: Mal Evans is a co-writer, absolutely, mm. absolutely. I wish right. he was still yeah. around to talk yeah. about that. You know, yeah.
4: oh yeah. Wait, what stories he would have to tell! Oh no, <laughs> kidding!
1: You kidding me? He probably would have to wait till every all of them were passed on to tell the real juicy stories. <laughs> I <laughs> bet.
3: I bet.
1: I was going to make a
4: joke, but I won't. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, one that I really enjoy, I've come to really enjoy since doing uh, this, this show with you guys is uh, Can She Do It Like She Dances? Uh, I because... had that on my...
4: list. That's the one I last minute
1: substituted the one I wanted to do originally for. <laughs> I was going to go with that. I love <laughs> how he just belts it out, and he almost <laughs> seems tired as he's belting it out. You yeah, know, He almost yeah. seems like he's winded, but he just keeps on going. <laughs> you know, with the vocals. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. You I know, love it. And it's so it's, crazy. Uh, it's it's, it's really, it's a fun track and it's a Ringo, it's a Ringo track, uh, you know, it's just yeah. fun, silly, you know, kind of sing along in the bar type songs. You mm-hmm. know? Back in the day, hanging out in the yeah. bar. Right. 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 Exactly. Exactly. And then, um, uh, you know, again, a song where, you know, I know Joe mentioned this one, another confusing song where it had a promotional video. Uh, I'll, I'll still love you, uh, but not a single. Hmm. Uh, however, this one had its roots with the all things must pass uh, sessions as well well george did work on the song then and then also uh was going to give it to a couple other acts uh, but uh, silla black silla black thank you yes
2: um leon (laughs) russell too
1: yeah, Leon Russell, Russell and well. Mary. Oh, wow. yeah. And, yeah. Yes, yeah. So this this song has a little bit of a history, and let's let's hope that uh, when we get that all things pass, all things must pass box set, that we're going to get a little bit of this and a little bit of uh, beautiful girl and all those other songs that early um,
4: takes volume early
3: two, t- <laughs> volume two. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice?
2: It should be volume three
3: actually. By yeah. now,
2: yeah. yeah. You should have yeah.
4: called the other one volume one yeah. and done. <laughs>
3: yeah, really. <laughs> but I really, I really like
1: what. Ringo and and that team did with, uh, I'll still love you. And I think his vocals are really strong on that. And you know, why George, felt the need to sue him for for that arrangement or whatever is yeah. you know, whatever but uh you know i'm sure they resolved it and as oh. always they remain friends they joke about they joked about it on that what's your was that it, uh it's your life Asheville. But, uh, yeah right. or whatever Asheville. show it was when 1988 we were on they had a good
4: laugh about it they had
1: a great <laughs> laugh yeah you kind know, of a bashly laugh right you know. <laughs> you know you know
2: It sounds like that recording that Ringo made was how it would sound if George was on it and producing it.
1: Perhaps. Uh, Mm. You
2: know, the lead guitar solo, which I think was Jesse Ed Davis, sounds just like what
4: George would have played. I mean, I love it as it is, but I mean, I'm just objectively looking at it. You know, it has like a a dreary sound, which I I love. But maybe that's what he would object to. I don't know.
1: Mm.
4: I love it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So do I.
1: Excellent. So those are my, my, my four Ringo. Oh, well, this has been great.
3: Yeah, they're they're all over you know, all over the place. I mean, there's mm, so many yeah. to choose from, Ringo. Um, all around. We all run. yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: He's going to get it.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> gonna oh, get you're going to get it.
1: No all right,
4: take home, Kit. Right. you no position to get ours. <laughs> right. take,
1: take us home, Kit. All <laughs> right,
3: I'll take it home here. So, <laughs> so believe it or not, I did not pick 6 o'clock. Oh so, <laughs> so I'm sorry, I'm not gonna uh, make three it a, for four. Oh, three well. for four. Sorry. Um I went with some different ones. However, there's one that uh that there will be an agreement on um okay. <laughs> so i picked one that um our our good friend susan uh gagney uh mentioned earlier in the comments so All she'll right. like this uh, sunshine life for me ah, i love it. Yeah. Yeah, oh is great. that what a what a joyful uh track and i mean come on you have ringo you have george, george. harrison writing it and you have the band i mean yes. you know it doesn't get any better uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's a hoedown. Come on. You know, it's, it's just, it is so much fun. Um, and then, you know, I just love kind of in the same vein, but, you know, Country Ringo. I, I love mm. when he does country songs. So uh, I went with Crying. Uh, from Ringo's mm. w- mm. and uh, and the stuff he wrote with uh, Vinnie Poncia is really mm. interesting you know and and by the way I decided with my list I wanted to avoid covers I decided to really challenge myself nice. and avoid covers you know so yep so I decided it's a queen don't, yeah, that's, don't that's, deep. <laughs> that's don't you forget it Tom and so <laughs> And so now, oh, I, I yeah, other people can write the stuff for Ringo, but yeah, right. no covers. All right. Mm. So then, um, also from uh, Ringo's word of gravure, gravure, I can never say that right. Um, yeah. I ju- it's just so hard to say. Um, cooking in the Kitchen of Love. I've always thought that was <laughs> a fun funny uh, song. I mean I love either. John but
4: he's not infallible with that yeah
3: I, mean, I always <laughs> thought it was just funny I mean it's it's good, just
4: good for Ringo good for Ringo. Yeah, yeah it's
3: good for Ringo that's exactly I think John and we've kind of said this John Paul George knew how to write for Ringo hmm. and you know they could really write for his range they could write for you know his character you know, and, and his exactly. personality. And this is another example of it. I'm not saying this is the greatest song Ringo ever did, but it's just fun. You know, it's, it's just kind of a, a, you know, kind of a funny thing. So I've, I don't know. I've just always had kind of a, an affection for it, just kind of as a fun, fun little little ditty. Hmm. And, uh, and then finally, Joe, we agree again. <laughs> who, need, who needs a heart? <laughs>
4: god And you didn't have to you didn't have to check it during the show to make sure it was OK B song. You had it, right?
3: Yep. I had it already. Yeah, I I really and and I really think we should do a bad boy show because I would like to revisit. I used to kind of blow this album off, Mm. but I think we should revisit it because, yeah, this is really a a good song. Another Vinnie Poncia uh, collaboration, Uh, just a fun, straightforward rocker, horns. You know, we love our horns on this show. We've talked mm. about that. You, boy, you've got some you know, horn gasm, as we talked about the last time. This isn't quite on. If you that could level. say that. I you could don't say what to... I was
0: going to say. Yeah. About <laughs> <the horn>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's not quite on that level, but but it's it's you know, but you got the horns. It's it's really right. great. Um, you know, harmonies in the chorus. Uh, this could have been a single easily, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, and uh, great. You know, kind of you know kind of yeah a side there you go a side uh for sure and um you know great kind of a uh, little bit of like a jerry lewis kind of piano in it no it's just a yeah, great song i and ringo's voice sounded terrific on it yeah so why this wasn't an a side don't know i mean i think it it could have been so enough. you
2: know ringo and vinnie poncia were really a good team
3: mm-hmm. they were you yeah know,
2: they yeah. wrote quite a bit of material in the 70s i don't know why they broke things off you know, I never hear Ringo talk about him.
1: No. You yeah, know, I wonder yeah. if Vinny's still with us, I think. Yes, um, he is. I think, yeah. I, think yeah. I saw
4: a show, at, maybe at Jones Beach. I think Vinny Ponzi was, was in the audience, maybe. I mm-hmm. remember Ringo mentioning him, if okay. I'm not mistaken. all My memory's really getting screwy but uh, well, several years to, ago
1: we need to find us some, some vinny and get him on the shizzo with us
3: yeah <laughs> we i've should. tried for
2: years you can't even really? find any information about him online yeah. really doesn't have a website nothing mm. oh so, yeah,
3: he'd be fascinating to talk to uh, i'd Absolutely. love to talk to vinny yeah, yeah. yeah. oh that be well if anyone out there knows how to get in touch with him, <laughs> pass it along we'd love yeah. to know That'd be great. So,
2: you know, well, one thing I wanted to say about Cook It in the Kitchen of Love, I love the ad libbing. Yeah. At the end of fun. the song, you know, with Ringo, no garlic, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's what it is. It's just fun. It's, yeah. it, that's what it is. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's his best of all time, but it shows Ringo's silly side. You know, right. that's what I like about it, his humor and uh, mm. and John's. You know, so, yep. Fun stuff. Yeah. So, I think, you know, if somebody, uh, somebody wrote, and I apologize, uh, I, I can't find who it is earlier said, this would be a great compilation that, that you'll know, talk about eclectic. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. it really is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it just shows in the solo years, you know, just how many styles yep. that they covered and, uh, and, and just all these wonderful album tracks that, uh, you know, they weren't hits, but they are very gems. For sure, mm-hmm. the and there are a lot
4: of them in the solo catalog.
3: Yes, right. for the sure. They're, very the,
4: they're the kings of eclectic.
2: Yep, mm-hmm. the they were they that really way are. when they were together. Right, they're that way on their own. The more that you study their solo music, mm-hmm. I mean, just just looking at Paul's catalog, you know. Oh, good point. And and uh, you know the ambient stuff that he did for the Firemen, or uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know the full blown classical works to go with all of his pop and rock stuff and country music and you know they crossed everything really they
3: really did they really did it's it's just it's amazing to to think about it it really is so Mm. uh Yep. So, uh, so this has been a lot of fun. It was, it was a challenge, uh, but, uh, but it was a fun challenge. It really yeah, was. I so, agreed. So, yeah. Mm. So, so thank you. Ken, Ken was the one who, who came up with this challenge and, you know, much as we may have cursed him at times <laughs> as we were trying <laughs> to come up with these damn it. Why wouldn't he let us have a singles?
2: <laughs> we should post what we have been writing to each other privately so
0: That's people right. can see that. You yeah. know? Oh, they well, maybe it. I overlooked it. What do, you it. Mean?
3: <laughs> what do you mean? I'll go, I'll go over
0: it, but I don't know.
3: Oh, right. it's just great, and and thank you all for the for the comments too, and and uh, and we and we will read them after the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many of you have been writing your picks, and uh, and we will definitely read them, um, and and comment. We always do read the comments, and mm-hmm. uh, we love it, and we're so glad. A number of you have said how fun this has been, and right. and uh, so glad that that you're enjoying it. We enjoy it as much as you do, right? And, and then uh,
1: when this when the when this gets posted on YouTube, leave your comments too leave your four by fours on, on on the in the comment section on when when this gets posted on youtube
3: please do because we read those as well and so, be right back to you yeah absolutely yeah. yep yep so uh you know we we love you know that's what this show is about is uh, is interaction with you guys so uh so we mm. love that oh man so this is this has been so much fun um, you know, thank you so much, everybody, for, for taking part in this. This has been a blast. So, uh, so I think we'll uh, go around and uh, let everybody know what we're up to. Um, let me just uh, start off by saying uh, I have uh, kind of an announcement that uh, coming this Sunday, February 28th, My monthly show uh, is uh, coming back. Uh, I didn't get to do one last month because I was too busy getting ready for my Motown class, which went Mm -hmm. really well. It was a lot of fun. Hope to do a class in the future. But my monthly show is back. It's on my Facebook page. And it's a special one this time because it'll also be on my birthday. So uh, so I'm going to be having a virtual birthday party uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern on uh Sunday February 28th. So it'll be the usual music discussion and and news and all kinds of fun stuff uh and uh, as John would say the us- usual rubbish but it won't if cost well. Any- and and yeah. Yeah, it won't cost anything. Right bring bring <laughs> gifts
1: though bring Coca-Cola, bring red lipstick, bring yes. first- <laughs> firstborn
4: children.
3: Bring bring gifts,
4: nail polish. And,
3: uh, nail-, nail polish. <laughs> with, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bring all that stuff and uh, bring them good, some good shovel R&B. the driveway. Yeah, right. yeah you can <laughs> shovel the driveway. <laughs> That'd be really appreciated. Absolutely. So it'll be a virtual virtual birthday party. So uh, so again, that's Sunday, February twenty eighth, four p.m. on my Facebook page. So uh, so come on and join me. And also again, I'll post all the information. Um, March uh, March 9th, I'll be back at the. Uh, Virtual Tuesday Record Club uh, with Ken Womack, who will be joining us, by the way, for our next Talk More Talk. Um, and uh, yep, he'll be back for that. And uh, we're both going to be talking about the polices and Yada Mandata. So um, I'm really looking forward to that, even though Tom dissed the police today in his-, in his... I did. <laughs> What's I your did. problem? In, I am, in his... uh, we were talking about deep cuts on the show
1: and I was just mentioning how, you know, I, in uh, right around the ninety nine two thousand area, I was really getting getting away from greatest hits and starting to collect people, uh, my bands that I liked discography. And I was just mentioned how uh, one of the discographies that I didn't really care for the deep hits, but I loved the hits was the Police. I'm really,
4: I don't even like the hits.
1: Yeah, I, like oh, every, I,
4: I love I love every yeah. breath you take.
1: Right, but they've got true. some. They, they've got some great. They've got the some really good hits. <laughs> However, unfortunately, it was the 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 filler that I just. Couldn't get myself into, so I promised Kit that I'll go Ooh. back and, and revisit it since it has been 20 years or so since yep. I've uh, listened to their catalog. You can listen to it and you could start like
4: the beginning talk
1: part. Right. <laughs> and i like, I start the song. Then finally, it's like,
4: do oh, stand. Oh, now the song's like, don't oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be funny. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Just a little contrast. But boy, yeah, the they, day that I heard, I don't want to take up too much time. But boy, the day that I was I was driving. I was 21. I heard every birth you take for the first time i said i after i'm done with work i'm going to sam goody and i'm buying this 45 today i I didn't know i'd be sick of it so much because they play it to death yeah they played that to death they did but really boy i tell you that was one of my favorite stories with a new song when i heard it Mm -hmm. i thought wow i i gotta get this right away it sounded Mm -hmm. so to me so different from the form Life book. this song's a little formulaic
3: Mm -hmm. you know i like
4: roxanne
3: yep well, oh. Zenyatta Mandata was a was a great album too. So, uh, so yep. So that will be uh, March 9th, and uh, I will post the links and how to sign up and everything. So that's that's all my stuff. So uh, anyway, uh, Tom, how about you? What are, you're always up to stuff with? Two I,
1: yeah, don't remind me. Um, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> last uh, this past Saturday, we posted our our latest uh, episode. Which we had um, future author who's working on a, a great new book on the, called Little Wing, the Jimmy McCullough story. His name is Paul Sally, uh just like Sally G. Uh, he talked about uh, you know making the book, and he, we talked about Jimmy McCullough you know, as a musician and and throughout his career. Uh, great time, good discussion with him, and look. He promised this book would be out later this year, so let's uh, let's cross our fingers uh, on, a, yeah. on a really good book about Jim and Nicola. So um, awesome. one of the great uh, forgotten lead guitarists from the '70s, um, you know. So uh, that there's that. Uh, this coming Wednesday, ranking the tracks returns, and we are going to be ranking uh, this bad boy right here. Press to play. So that should be pretty exciting. I will Isn't be tuning in, like in for me? that one. Like <laughs> <inside laughs> me. Uh, you haven't had a guest on. Sorry, sorry. They can't
4: all said. be number one. Okay. No, Nothing no,
3: no. They
4: can't. <laughs> they can't. be number can't,
3: one. Ken and I will be there with bells on. Um,
1: mm-hmm. But anyways, <laughs> but I
3: really, Andy and I
1: really appreciate everybody. I mean, it's it's growing every week. It's, it seems like this is getting bigger and bigger. And we really appreciate you all uh coming along with this ride for us, because a lot of people are going back and re-listening to these albums that they haven't listened to in a while. That's really what this is all about, you know, getting back into these songs and and going back and i mean are these songs really as bad as i thought they were originally or you know have they grown on me since so it's been a really great pleasure seeing everybody's rankings as well in their comments so keep them coming um i want to personally thank um uh, my good friend ethan alexanian for all those thumbnails that he's been doing for us and um and he updated our our, our logo our two legs logo and i really love it and um you know Ethan my friend uh you know since you've been doing these these you know your fans on the run and been in this Beatles community uh you've been an asset and um I, hopefully you'll be you know doing these things for for years to come and um are we're better because you're here with us, so thank you and um you know right thank on. you for everything that you. <laughs> Um, can't
4: can't wait to see what thumbnail picture he comes up with of you and he Andy for fresh What to play. not to do? He no, uh, I've uh, told uh,
1: him, you know, to not superimpose our faces. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I could just see, you know, Andy holding Tom.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, I'd love to
1: see that. I even. would yeah. <laughs> pay money. You, to and,
3: everybody uh, you uh, and everybody else. You
1: and everybody else. But yeah, Andy and I really appreciate everything that he does for us. Um, and then next, we are up. Latest episode that will be coming this Saturday uh, is about uh, songs that McCartney gave away that were singles and did his weight, did did his name carry the same weight with these singles as he did when he was a Beatle, you know we all know the success that Lennon McCartney had. Uh, giving songs to other acts like you know Peter and Gordon, Billy J. Kramer, and Applejacks and whatever. So, but but did these songs do as well uh, during his solo years as they did when he was a Beatle? So we kind of you know f- you know talked about that. We had five songs that we talked about. You know how did they do? And that's, that's why I I messaged <clears> the <throat> other the other day about those two songs. Yeah. Um And you know so. There's a huge uh,
2: difference there, though,
1: Tom. Yeah, no, there is. And that's one of the things that we talked about. You know, there is a big difference because of the fact that you have the Lennon factor as well. You have the Beatlemania factor as well. You know, But
2: in the case of some of these other songs that Paul wrote later on, Mm -hmm. there wasn't a big deal made about the fact that he wrote it. No,
1: no. A lot of people didn't even know it that's uh, so, one of the things we mentioned yeah, yeah absolutely Yeah, you know, yeah hmm. so but yeah so we had an interesting chat about that so that's coming up this saturday
3: okay cool. yeah. wow Very always good. always a loads of stuff planned that's awesome yeah. uh all right joe how about you You've, you you uh, have stuff planned uh oh, a little bit planned going. uh
4: something different uh for one thing please subscribe to my youtube channel mean mr mayo Uh, and i have a new show that i'm doing which you can be found on my channel and we're trying to make it weekly it's called fab gab and and it's not uh, a certain time every week you know because we're trying to get our schedules together i'm on there with fellow friends and youtubers who have beetle channels uh matthew street and beetle brad uh and there's going to be other guests joining us and i'm welcoming all of you at some point on there too if you like and uh Right now, what we're doing is we we start started by ranking all the UK Beatles albums, the songs from least favorite to most favorite. We did with the Beatles. Uh, I did please please me by myself. Then I started with my friends. We did with the Beatles, and we did a Hard Day's Night. Forget it. I mean, forget it. Any Beatles album is near impossible, but a Hard Day's Night especially was. Uh, i didn't envy uh, then,
3: you guys <laughs> no it was,
4: i was telling you it's, it's insane to try to do that but we're, after we finish that we're thinking chronologically uh we're gonna go all the way from you know the solo careers of, of the four of them all the way up to mccartney three or whatever comes out by the time we're done in a, two or three years whatever <laughs> it'll, right. be, it'll, it'll be and uh you know other subjects it's not just going to be ranking right now we're we're going to do the rankings, but, you know, other topics here and there, too. So that's Fab Gab. And as I say, the time always changes. But this time, it's going to be uh, the next show Sunday, February 28th. A special day, Kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you were born on the 29th, Kit.
3: I was. Course, yeah. Uh-huh. So don't get a real the, one this year. The 28th. <laughs>
4: Have to do the 28th. Uh, but it is at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. So you may still have a chance to catch after that. that maybe you catch kits. I don't think it's going to be as long. So right no. after us, go to kit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep, no problem. So we have your your Sunday all planned out for you.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah so far you know what you're doing.
3: Yep, you know what, what you're, you're doing, doing because yep, we're going to be
4: doing. doing Beatles for Sale next.
3: Oh, perfect! What's that you're
4: doing? <laughs> you know, that you're doing? know, you know what you're doing. <laughs> Sunday
3: <gasps> oh man well oh, done Ken well done you well oh. done so that sounds great okay Ken yeah, yeah. how about you you're always he's, busiest... he's he's busier than I am that's, uh, right. that's impossiblele
1: <laughs> <busiest laughs> <man in laughs> here you go
2: no how but uh I just the
1: community yeah mm-hmm. I
2: just wanted to say Joe I watched the uh the with the Beatles show the fab oh
4: you did yeah yeah mm-hmm.
2: I always find huh? it interesting when when <laughs> all of you almost, have the same choices at the bottom. Yeah. Of the <laughs> you have to notice
4: the, I don't know if you noticed it. I don't want to spoil it, but you know, Beetle Brad's number one was incredible on. I couldn't believe what he picked for number one. I'm glad he picked it. It was a cover song, which I picked the cover. Actually, both of us okay. wow. picked the cover song. We'll so say we're not going to give but... it away. Yeah. Don't give it away. <laughs> don't yeah. give it...
3: Okay.
2: Um, as some of you know, I have a new YouTube channel. And despite having some problems a few weeks ago that everybody here knows about (laughs) and uploading the interview with Al Sussman, which took two weeks to get on the channel, um, I didn't wanna proceed with more interviews until that was resolved. But um, I have now done three interviews with Gary Van Sayoc, the former bass player of Elephant's Memory. Two of the three are now on the YouTube channel and the third one, hopefully, We'll be up tonight right after this show. And it really is, between all three interviews, everything you could possibly think of to ask Gary Van Sayak about his time with John and Yoko. Talking about how Elephant's Memory was formed, how they worked with John and Yoko, the Sometime in New York City album, Approximately Infinite Universe with Yoko, the uh, one and only Elephant's Memory album on Apple, Apple. all the TV appearances that they made, Dick Cavett and Mike Douglas. And I've been watching the Mike Douglas show the last few weeks, wow, I love it more now than I ever have. Very intense week when they co-hosted that show. Um, there's that, there's the one-to-one concerts. We talked about all that between all three of those interviews. So, you know, he's just a great a great guest to have on, and I've known him since the 80s. And, uh, yeah, Gary Van Sock on my YouTube channel, which is Ken Michaels Radio. On my website, kenmichaelsradio.com, as you know, every week I have Beatles trivia where you can win one of 10 prizes, including Kit's book, Songs Who we were Singing. And since I have Gary Van Sayak on the YouTube channel, do I have it here? Probably not. <laughs> can I find it? No, nope, I thought not. I had it here. <laughs> but no, no, no. Okay. Gary released a CD back in 2014 called Pop Goes the Elephant. Oh, and... Yeah. Um, it's a compilation of a lot of songs through the decades that he recorded with a strong r and feel to it. And um, I'm giving away next week as a prize on my website. If you win, if you're the winner for that week um, and you want that CD, I'll throw that in as a bonus as well. Ah, um, Gary Van Siock's CD. I thought I had it here. What did <laughs> I do with it? Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Um, So, yeah, uh, there's that. Things we said today. uh, Last week, we did a show with David Bedford as our guest. He is the author. He's released a lot of great books, but his uh, latest one is The Country of Liverpool. It explores country music in the town of Liverpool what a presence that had and an influence on music there and how it affected the Beatles. So we did a show with David, uh, with David, which uh, was last week. You can find that on our YouTube channel, also on iTunes and Podbean. And I'll be interviewing David Wednesday for my YouTube channel as well. Plenty of David Bedford to go around. So, um, And next week, things we said today is another idea kind of like what we just did tonight. Um, I thought it would be a cool idea to put together a dream Beatles BBC compilation. If it was the 1960s and let's just say EMI Parlophone decided, you know what? We should put out a BBC compilation. And you had 14 tracks on the album, like most Beatles albums. What songs would you pick?
1: wow that's okay.
2: cool that's cool now, are you
1: taking and, from like both bbc volumes one and two or i mean how how are you are, are they going to
4: be cut are, 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 are originals allowed too? because i i, I like i'm interested in the the cover songs you know oh well, yeah the beatles did
2: 36 songs for bbc radio that they didn't release for emi okay and 35 okay. of those were covers and the only original that they did um that they didn't release was i'll be on my way
4: which happens to be my favorite i'm so glad we got a recording of that somewhere along the line yeah i I love that
2: so um really and truly it makes the most sense that these songs that you pick should be of those 36 why bother putting another version on there of a song that they already put out right right so um if you could pick 14 if you can put together your list you know, not realizing in the 90s there was going to be a live at the BBC.
3: Fair Just enough. knowing what okay. did
2: exist, if you could pick mm-hmm. 14 of what you think was the best of those 36 songs, what would you pick? Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that next week. We're going to record that on Monday. Should be out next Wednesday. Next week.
3: Good? Cool. Very nice. Oh, that should so, be a fun show.
2: Yeah, that's so great. all that's going on. So mm-hmm. if you can, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Ken Michaels Radio, and... Uh, Check out things we said today as well. Oh, by the way, that
1: that nice top shelf there behind you—that's a very (laughs) wonderful top shelf you got there. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead.
2: I'm finding that everybody's rooms look exactly the same in all these (laughs) podcast shows. It really is the same backdrop, I think. Yeah, yeah.
3: We all have the same
2: collections, but mine has that tote bag. Oh, yeah.
3: Wow. Wherever did you get that? I have no
0: idea. (laughs)
4: I'm and gonna start so- hanging mine on Ringo's hand over there. That's that policeman. Oh yeah, like that. that's
3: that'll look great. If
4: I could find it, I know I have it back there somewhere.
3: Yep, there you go. <laughs> Perfect.
2: And one more thing, my syndicated show, Every Little Thing. There's a new episode this week for George Harrison for his birthday. It's a one-hour special. George Beatles solo, Wilbury's side projects, cool stuff from Splinter, Jackie Lomax, um, ELO. As well, oh, all in that oh, show. Nice. So go to my website, kenmichaelsradio.com. Look for the Every Little Thing page. It lists all the radio stations that run the show and when they run it with links to their website so you can stream them. And by the way, the trivia question for this week is a George Harrison question for his Excellent. birthday. So, of
3: course. Yep. Awesome.
1: Wouldn't expect uh, anything else. That's <laughs>
3: right. Oh my gosh. That, that's great. And uh, of course, don't forget we are on Twitter um at talk more talk one that's number one uh we have a website talkmoretalk.com um and don't forget to subscribe to us on youtube we are almost at a thousand subscribers yes, and congratulations
1: almost... to ken michaels and the the gang at things we said for today yes. for reaching uh, 1,000 subs yay oh
2: that's oh, cool. awesome yeah i said that's mama great. you gotta subscribe to this <laughs> yeah. Whoa, <it's>, uh,
4: <laughs> this has, this holds the record
3: yep the there most. you go so there I you know go references oh yep i think so i think hope so. carrie
4: wilbur's watching
3: yep exactly so uh so yeah so you know we're almost there we can taste it so uh, <laughs> so uh yes yeah, so please uh, subscribe tell tell your friends tell everybody you know uh please subscribe and of course you can find us on any uh um, podcasting platform you can think of um, and uh, you can also email us at talkmoresolotalk at gmail.com uh, if you have ideas for topics you'd like to see uh, please let us know uh, we've gotten some great ideas uh, and we've we've used some of them in the past so we, we'd love to hear from you and we also want to give um, a shout out to Beetle Ed over at fab4radio.com yep. uh, which runs this show and runs many of our shows, our, our separate shows so thank you, thank you Uh, to him we really appreciate it and we appreciate all of you for tuning in and uh, keeping in touch with us sending us tips news tips all that stuff we we can't can't thank you enough we Mm. really appreciate your your support we can't do this without you so uh for Mm. joe mayo tom hanyadi ken michaels this is kiddo tools saying stay healthy stay warm and as Ringo says, peace and love. <laughs> peace See you next love. time. Bye bye. <laughs>